Hey Skyfarers and welcome to AferCast, the Cowardron Overlords podcast, where today we're talking about a couple of new heroes you can use in your Cowardron Overlords army. But before we do, let's have a little chat about some of the other news and meet our Skyfarers crewing the Kutchip AferCast tonight. So we have our ever-present avatar of Grom Brindle, Duarte Max, Max Bowman. Welcome, Max. Hello, hello. And uh, last but not least, we have our Thunderer from Down Under, uh, recently back from a tournament as well, Gunnery Sergeant Alexander Cron. That's right. Morning, everyone. Um, I say recently. It's been some, a, bit, a couple of weeks, actually. But... It's been a couple of weeks. But yeah, down in Bendigo, I uh, had a five-game event. Um, so that went pretty well. I won four games. I lost. Just, I just lost the last one again against the... Uh, the Broken Realms Old Daughters combo that was going around with the teleporting snakes. Mm-hmm. I think I think we hit the last tournament that was allowing that combo, so got unlucky. Yeah, but it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it, was it was a fantastic game. Um, yeah. Like we, we were, it was mind games the whole way through on that thing. Like it, it was going until turn five, he, where basically both of our big. Like, the Ironclad and Thunderers died, and Morathy and the Snakes had died, but it was just the little squads just running around, capping objectives. He had this, this block of witches that was still a threat, but he'd, he kept on not being able to dispel the rat traps, so they couldn't run, so they were just slowly inching their way forward, <laughs> not doing anything really well. All my balloon boys were just capping everything, and yeah, he finally got a double turn and just steamrolled everything. But Okay. So basically, you're saying you lost a tournament win to elves. I did. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the summary is of this story? Uh, oh, that story, yeah. Okay. I played Lumineth yeah. too. Okay. Then I beat because the Ironclad decided it didn't want to die. Like <laughs> it, 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 he, he hit it. I, I came in, tried to hit Teclas. Teclas went up to a two-up save and five-up after save mm-hmm. with some eat the quartz, and I was, I just couldn't break through. So he kind of counterattacked with a million endless spells and some pikemen and the archers. And the ironclad went down to one wound. Mm-hmm. And then I healed it back up to four wounds and it shot more attackless. And then he took it down, but he only got to like, like he, he, did, he did two wounds. It was on two wounds. Mm-hmm. And then it shot and killed Teclas when it got itself back up to four or six wounds. And just, yeah, the ironclad just held on. That whole game was just the ironclad going, no, no. <laughs> and just, fuck. Just pouring fire out, just killing all the poor spearmen and the big floaty moon elf, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, that's a good thing about the Ironclad is, unlike a lot of things at Bracket, it doesn't lose any damage output. No, it just no. stopped its doing its combat profile, which is... Mm. What combat profile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I mean, losing fly high is a big deal, but... You can still uh, disengage, you know. Yeah. Well, you lose that eventually as well, though. Eventually, yes. Yeah. I mean, well, you went down to one health, so. <laughs> the, th- the, the Thunders got a shut down, completely shut down by his sadness, the sadness wizard that they have there, the, the veiled thing with the, the cup. Kafalar? Yeah, yeah, that thing is, that thing's annoying. Just yeah. like, ah, oh, you're negative Three bravery. Also, I make a bravery check for you every turn. If you fail, you can't do anything. 
It's like roll two d six, roll higher than a, uh, roll mm-hmm. lower than a three. Okay, sure. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, oh well. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. on the lookout for. Uh, still, um, four wins is a good result. So, yeah. and against something that isn't even a viable list anymore is what you lost to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Technically, you might as well just say you won. Yeah, just, yeah <laughs> whatever. Uh, there was some crazy stuff at that tournament. Do you, you know what the best death list looked like? Mm, no. Oh, I wasn't the night one list. Was it the yeah. 160, the one that we thought Dave Gunnings was going to play first, but then they changed up the the pairings for game one, didn't they? It was Nighthorn, but it wasn't that one. It oh. was the Nighthorn with three black coaches and a giant. <laughs> That's cool. That was, was the it? best death list. That beat all the OBR and all the <laughs> Fetlashi de Courts. That was <laughs> the best death list. Was it a ghost yeah. town? Did um, they just paint nah. the giant in like the the special ghost paint? I, I, <laughs> did it just put like no, a blanket on top of him? Like a, <laughs> a big white blanket? It's just a, a giant. Just a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> just an African oh. with two cut out eyes. That'd be such a cool conversion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd legit do that for my if I had the death army. Yeah. Spooky. You can make it really crude as if the giants made the blanket to like pretend to be mm-hmm. a ghost. <laughs> yeah, with some stitching on yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, uh, unfortunately I I am Dave Cunning was great. Unfortunately he got some bad matchups he didn't do as well as he could have. Mm. Mm. So the, I mean, the the go track the go track and gun hauler boat, um, maybe not the meta. Yeah. Maybe it's not the new meta. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of not glad yet. his first game matchup got changed though, because the hundred and sixty yeah. bodies on mm. that battle plan wasn't wouldn't have been good. Um, but no. uh, speaking of uh, things that don't die, Max, you just had a game the other day. Against Flanesh, where you feel a battle report and the soul grinding that just didn't want to die, did it? Well, it's not as much the soul grinder didn't want to die, but it was just my gun holder not doing any damage. And this uh, is, you know, the story of my battle report so far of the two that the gun holder uh, um, cannot kill shit. <laughs> um, I had the first match against um, the, the uh, ogres, and it was a gun holder against the slaughtermaster and a single glutton. And that went on, that pillow fight went on for like three rounds or four. Mm-hmm. And uh, now in the latest one, uh, it was the gun hauler <laughs> against the, mm-hmm. some demonettes and the soul grinder. Mm-hmm. And that didn't do much damage. So I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a soul grinder in a slash list before. I didn't, I thought those models were extinct. No, uh, they came back with Slaves to Darkness and the model is cool. It has quite a 40k vibe to it. Because of the oh, mechanical yeah. legs, mm-hmm. but it's just not good. That's our, that was our <laughs> our uh, resume after the, the match. Um, it's just he the shooting is okay, but not worth the points. And the combat is okay, but you can have better combat in Slanesh. And mm-hmm. it's just All a right. huge, huge ass plate. You know, it's that dinner plate uh, base, and he can run and shoot. But again, the shoot he only hits on fours, so. It's not as reliable, and uh, we basically we we brought because Martin uh, we said we want to have full painted armies for the battle reports, uh, and that was what he had painted, or he painted that up because it was it filled two hundred and ten points. So we had a list, 
yeah. but it's not. It's definitely not competitive. Not yet. Mm. I have to admit, I always just thought they were forty k models. <laughs> uh, you can use them in both. Um, yeah. You can use them for both. Yeah, they were originally... many, many of the many of the demon things. I think you can. They they used to be like the solo forty k thing, but then I think late eighth edition fantasy they just kind of dumped them in everything and went, why not? Could be, could be. Cool. So let's talk about some news. Um, obviously, Curse um, City mm-hmm. uh, pre order today um, or yesterday. Sold out wherever you live. Yeah, sold out like that. Okay. Also on the GW um, store. On the GW store, it's sold out. Um, so you can't get mm. that that fancy key anymore. There's still some. Yeah, that's sold out within ten happen. minutes. I think the key. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, who needs a key? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, it's a collectible. Cool. It's a collectible. Um, um, there's still some yeah. third-party sites if you haven't got one. Yeah, there's well, some shops that still have them. Some retail shops. Um, I don't think it's going to be limited release. Like Blackstone. No, it's not. It's still available. So it's still available, but it will be the whole. We're going to sell out this batch. And then mm-hmm. until we produce a new one, it's going to be take like three months or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was keen to get mine, my copy uh, beforehand. So I contacted our local gaming store that we often go to as a club. And I just had uh, six of our guys. And we made a, uh, already on Monday, I called them say, I know this goes on pre-order on Saturday. Please put us down for like seven boxes. Uh, and uh, hopefully that works out. I called him today. He said, "Yeah, he might not get as many English editions as he, as we wanted, because mm-hmm. uh, obviously he also stocks the German one." But that's that's cool. That's okay. So that's uh, solved, and we get a, a nice discount as well. Nice. Yeah. I have to admit, I'm not getting it, but uh, <clears throat> I do want to get this fella. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. sell it to you for like 155 euros. All right. <laughs> standard standard scalp price, you know. It's so the price of a box here in Europe, 155 yeah. euros. That's you the do, you do, price. when you said about the the seven boxes. It's like you do, you are making yourself sound like a bit of a scalp. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not just for me. It's just it's for friends. But maybe one of those uh, he doesn't want the, the dwarf, so I can ask around if you want. I've got, I have actually. Uh, uh, worked out a deal with someone already. But, okay, uh, that's awesome. If that's it falls awesome. through, then uh, yeah, you know, that's I awesome. found some random. Yeah, you know my price. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found someone that gave me a, a reasonable price. Well, I made an offer that I thought was reasonable. So okay, that's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, so they they came out. Uh, we've seen the War Scrolls. Um, we're going to talk about him uh, especially, but we also seen the Over Heroes. Uh, we've seen yep. the. Vampire or Soul Blight part or Death part of the box, and there, uh, unfortunately, only skeletons, zombies, and the you know the heroes and single units get a war scroll. The bats swarm and the rats swarm. Don't get a, a war scroll. It, it seems mm-hmm. at least they don't get points, oh, really? which is a bit sad because I was looking forward to to bat swarms coming back. Yeah. We know they're we're all getting giant bats, but bat swarms would have been cool, like you know, Ether Wing style, just. A free, a free model unit that you can send send ahead to to screen maybe, or so. Maybe they'll still get war skulls just in the new vampire book. Maybe, but it seems to me like those models are only available in the cursed city box. So they just said like, nah, if you can't buy them elsewhere, and 
Uh, the skeletons are cool you, uh, and the zombies because you can mix them with the, the models we've seen for Soulblight. Um, and the heroes, they come in a, a big group of 680 points. Like the heroes and the Korzargi Night Guard and the free vampires and uh, all the other stuff. So it's like a big team. 680 points for all those single characters. I'm not sure if that's very competitive. Some of their rules are good. Some are a bit weird. Not sure how many skeletons you can get around those to make it viable. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> 680 points sounds like a lot for like a, a selection of heroes. I can't remember how many it is now, but it's only 160 points more than Godrek. And he's only one hero. So. Yeah, but he kicks ass. <laughs> so, uh, and we, yeah. we don't see him often. But. Uh... Uh, what is it? Radukar, the, the boss vampire, yeah, the grave digger guy who can resurrect half a zombie unit, so that's some points there. Yeah, that like for one, one, what is it? One, one CP, yeah, one CP, you get a whole half a zombie unit, and zombie units can be up to 60 models now, so that's 30 models back. Oh, wow. Uh, we can we have the, the other guy with the giant rat on his face, the wizard. We have the skeleton boss who who can make three skeleton units run four inches instead of rolling for each or making one roll, uh, run six. So maybe that's cool mm. if you have lots of skeletons. Um, then there's the two night guard, which are a unit of two. And I think uh, the three vampires, the, like the beastie and the Varkskir or whatever it's called. Basically the new Vargolf model. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people are going to use him as a vehicle for their um, smash bat lists. Yeah, he'll be crash bat instead because he's slightly different. Then they have a little moustache or something. (laughs) (laughs) He's cool. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. looking forward for the box, play some games, Mm -hmm. paint some miniatures. And then we've seen the whole last week, the whole new Luminous stuff come up. Yeah, Broken Broken Realms Realms came out yesterday. Um, there, there's uh, there's a little bit of KO stuff in it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Not not that you'd go out and buy this book to for the KO stuff, but there's a section in the story in the lore where it kind of shifts focus to Shaman and some Cauldron Overlords. And Shaman. Shaman. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually it leads up, and they, they make a mission out of it. So you've got like a little fleet of of, yeah. of boats. We have to run away from some zombie dragons. Oh, here we go. So, all yeah. that glitters. That's cool. Awesome. Um, uh, it's got a got a new named Arnold Admiral Imoda Barris daughter. She likes maps. Um, it's got a small fleet. <laughs> she 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 and she does something big in the lore. No spoilers, but. You know, she's important. Basically, she saves the world, as dwarfs always yeah. do. And so <laughs> yeah. it's always up to the KO, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and didn't yeah, one of you guys say before the show that Two Plus Tough has done a, a narrative video on that story? Yeah, he always does for yeah. the Broken Realms books. He does like a five-episode series each day of the week um, between 20 and 30 minutes. He just recounts the, the story, but he also says why he thinks the story is good or why it's not so good and what he liked about it. So um, it's a nice listen. 
as always, two plus stuff. Go check him out. It's very, very cool because you can just paint your minis and while well, he narrates with his smooth radio voice. And, yeah. uh it's it's i'm personally i'm not buying the the morafi or the techless uh broken realms books because stupid elves uh but at least i know i get caught up with what the the main lore is and what the main yeah. story is so that's good because it, it's, it's a, a, it's a good store but yeah go ah <laughs> oh, it's it, it's a it's a big story like there's there's it, it's it's worth it to listen to it or read it or because mm-hmm. there's some big stuff happening yeah, definitely. What I found interesting is that it happens the same time as Wrath of the Everchosen. Like uh, it's the oh, same yeah. timeline, so that explains why some of the characters are not available because they are fighting elsewhere. Yeah, like Cat, okay. Catacross and uh, Archeon and so on—they're busy doing their battles, uh, and... and that's also why the focus is more on other Mortarks in in that story. Yeah. Okay. That's quite interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, at least that's what two plus stuff said. <laughs> I'm just re- <laughs> recounting, but it made it made sense yeah. to me. Um, and that's also why at some point the Teclas and Tyrion they they hurry off because Archeon is meddling with Slanish's prison, so they need to sort that out. And they just right. disappear in the story, yeah. and then they come back apparently. But not not too many spoilers. But I know Wrath of the Ever Chosen. It's been a year now, so yeah. I believe people know the story. What's happening there? So this is like, um, it's like a flashback or a prequel. It's, it's kind of like, uh, and I'm not sure if it also happens the same time as Marathi or afterwards or immediately afterwards. So I reckon it's happening at the same time. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's, a, few, there's a few key players. You're like, why aren't they there? Oh, it's because they're doing this, the Marathi stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> also, Alariel appears. Again, yep. in both of these books. So I think it's a good... And she has some discussions with Teclis and there's some notes and infos and hints. So I think there's a good chance we'll see something for her in the future or for yeah. Sylvaneth. Yeah, Sylvaneth. They, they need it. They need it. <laughs> Obviously, this... we already had the hint that there's something happening under Shimon. Mm-hmm. So we all know what that means. Uh, <laughs> all the dwarves yeah, coming probably. together. Yeah, yeah. new dwarven race, or you know, some kind of dwarfy stuff. Yeah. And um, better, also some better. Nurgle stuff happened in this mm. Broken Realms. A little, just a little bit. But what I appreciated, they they had a little snippet in the story, but they made a battalion and they gave the Nurgle beast and Sloppity Bile Piper and the Scrivener a new war scroll, a new yeah. point. And uh, yeah. if you want to know more about that, go check out um, Radio Free Hamaral, Paul Conti, who was on our show recently talking about Nurgle. And he talks you through why this is cool and what it changes and list writing, what it does. And it's actually a, uh, a big improvement to to Nurgle for those units. So that's, that's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's cool. So go check that out. New problems for us, for KO players. Yeah, it's, it's because... fart jokes. All the updates are fart. Yeah, the and there's a rule about farts, jokes. so yeah. win. That's win there. <laughs> the, rule, the rule about farts is a song about farts. But, uh, <laughs> uh, from a KO perspective, it probably means you are more likely to see plague bearers, which is not good because they're minus 2 day in shooting if there's 20, yeah. units, 20 or more. So. Yeah. Well, so. it does mean that 
at, at the top table of a serious tournament, someone's going to have to eventually say, my sloppy bile piper will use his my love is like a ripe, ripe fart ability. <laughs> at which point your opponent just kind of just like stands there, puts down his dice, and just leaves. I've made some decisions in my life, and they've led me to this, to this moment. <laughs> yeah, Why? I, I love if they bring like a little, you know, f- fart cushion. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so awesome if you like f- uh, fart jokes and are 12 years old uh, that's the army for you <laughs> apparently mm-hmm. so um, that's cool so we we continuously see in broken realm some little uh, changes some upgrades some improvements more scorecards uh, being changed and battalions there's also a cities of sigmar battalion with a, a luminarch a, a celestial hurricanum and the battle mage mm-hmm. on foot of, of Hayish. Uh, they come from, and we have a new city, Settler's Gain, which is in Hayish, and you can mix in Luminef, one and four, and uh, you know, that's cool. Uh, you can play around and with elves if that's the sort of thing you like to do. Who makes the, the Luminarch or a thing a five plus rather than a six plus? Which yeah, is... and it gets. Yes, and the. Extra range and the you can reroll the mortal wound, I think, because it's a D3 mortal wound, so each unit it passes across, and now you can reroll that. So okay. there's a good chance for two mortal wounds at least. Um, I think the play with this city is going to be go to Excelston Prime and Eltharian or go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Three mega characters just yeah, knocking stuff over. I'm thinking, can you? You can Eltharian. They have cities, Gotrek, and ah, you know, you cannot bring in a, a Gargant. No. Nah, you'd have to replace <laughs> the Gotrek over with the Gargant if you want that. Yeah. Mm. No. Cool. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, I don't know, what else? Did we um, get? There's one other thing was um, we talked about the, the short story for KO in Broken Realms. But the next White Dwarf, uh, the April mm-hmm. issue, will have a short story about uh, KO in that from the oh, nice. Chronicles of the Wanderer. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Story. So uh, that was one of the ones mentioned in the interview when, when they kicked off the series. So I think it's going to be a bit of like a, a Barak Zilfin fleet trying yep. to get somewhere and they have a bit of a battle. Uh, I think in Ulgu. Aren't they going yes. through Ongu? Yeah, yeah, in Ongu, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, these stories are about Rumbrindal appearing in different versions of uh, of Odwarden <clears throat> and helping out people. We had the Fire Slayer one where he appeared as a, a Fire Slayer with white hair and white beard, talking about settling grudges and uh, seeking his doom in battle and fighting a Magma Droth. Then we had uh, the second one where he's uh, helping out some dispossessed beer brewer uh, lady dwarf uh, fighting off some ghosts. Um, and the last one, mine just arrived today, the March one, is uh, Iron World Arsenal. There's some, some artist, I haven't finished it yet, uh, who's wandering through Hayish to some uh, fair in, in the Luminef in Sayar city to show off his, his cool goods that he he produced and uh Grumbrindal by the name of Grumdal, so i mean <laughs> can't mm-hmm. be more obvious than that um helps him out and you know gives him some advice 
-hmm. So yeah, he's showing up with all the different warden. There's some hints that you know he remembers old times and he remembers people and gods and he knows people and he's been there at that point and and so on. So um, hopefully, hopefully, with all these stories, it's not just like give the dwarven people something because they're not getting anything else in Broken Realms or the story. Uh, hopefully, it's more of a thing. Yeah, we have all this lore that we couldn't fit in to the book because <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be a massive, you know, tome. The Broken yeah. Realms grumble though. I don't know. I'm unsure. We had some hints. Something's happening. There's some story. You know, something for dwarves. Hopefully, it's not just yeah, but you got your stuff in White Dwarf. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. I we've, hope had, we've, we've already got we've already got the next two. The next two Broken Realms have been like the names of them are out. Yeah, uh, depends. Do we think there's going to be on one other one after that? Kragnos? Is there going to be a fifth one? I think there's going to be at least one with Alariel, some sort of. Because I mean, yeah, she she needs it, and she's well, pre destined to have something because she's an elven god and so on. Is there going to be a destruction one as well? Like, I think that's Kragnos. Kragnos is one, but. Because there's been a lot of hints about Gordrak and stuff, so yeah, I think he's in in Kragnos. That's there because yeah. it's in in Gur. He's the apparently the guy from Beast Grave, which yeah. I mean Beast Grave, and he's a god, and his people are gone. This apparently the silent people who are also some destruction faction thingy. So yeah, and Bellacore will be all about demons and chaos, and probably some chaos rules, and I don't know. If there's some mixed. little extra things, it's going to be the mixed, the mixed demon faction. Like, yeah, the Legion of Chaos Ascendant. Yeah, just Chaos yeah. Demons uh, and him. Um, probably somewhere in there, there's going to be a new Stormcast thing, and then there's going to be somewhere. I think in the Kragnos we'll see a city again because they are running towards the city and attacking it. Yeah, uh, might see something for like destruction ogres or so. Uh, we had the little short stories. Um, Manfred is planning something, so uh, he's he has some plan, and uh, it also seems in the Broken Realms Techlist like he has his own plan and he's something's going on, some scheme. Uh, and interestingly, um... Alariel also mentioned, or Techlist uh, mentioned to Alariel that she's she's doing something. She has a plan. She's working on some mechan. She's uh, sowing some seeds. Yeah, as you could say, she's um, plowing her field, you know. <laughs> uh, so maybe we'll see something there, something happening there. Um, Be careful, so. that one was nearly a uh, euphemism. <laughs> uh, without, without any spoilers of Texas, it's hard, but yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. There's things, it's stuff happening, and I love it because it's, it's happening now, and we can see it in the rules and the, the stuff that's coming out. Um, like Age of Sigma, so they hopefully. seem to be a lot freer to just move the store, keep going with the story, and change things up and mm -hmm. stuff. For 40k is still kind of stuck in this, like everything has to be the same. But Age of Sigma is just well, they're moving going. a bit forward in 40k. I'm not a big expert, but it seems like there's some major things happening, and then they stay there for like a whole edition yeah. uh, in that setting. Whereas, and I mean, the problem is a problem. The situation is in 40k, everything's already narrated. Like the universe exists since 1990, 
and they talked about a lot of stuff and what's happening and that's what where people are playing and yeah. age of sigmar is everything's new and there's like here are the eight realms and these are a couple of cities and we have no idea what's happening elsewhere and so that's a great thing for them now they can they have a clean slate and they started to reinvent the whole story and the whole you know what's happening the lore while we're playing yeah. it so that i think that's great we're like living it's not just this is the story you can play in it this is the setting but this is the setting and this and this and this is happening endless spells forbidden power you know uh storm vaults i don't know what it's yeah. all happening yeah and and it's, it's a, it's it's a chance for them to sell us more books basically <laughs> uh, i like the fact they're doing things on a relatively small scale like things still have impact but it's just not just like well here's a story where chaos destroys everything and yeah we've been there. <laughs> so it's like it's like oh well here's a story like set in this one particular realm or like this one particular city um, but it still has major implications yeah that yeah story like oh the idenefer now the bad boys because they helped yeah. up morafi they destroy yeah. the city yeah. they're like see this see the city it's not anvil god anymore now it's yeah. a different city yeah so yeah, we'll so see we'll see it uh, yeah impactful but not too impactful so that they're not like just constantly having like it's yeah it's like it's cool i, I like well, it i like it they're not gonna kill any they're not gonna remove any of their models like mm. you're never gonna unless some of the old like the cities of sigmar i see cities of sigmar as a placeholder the same mm. as legions of nagash is a placeholder in my opinion now we're gonna get yeah we had night on then we had a we're gonna get soul blight book we're gonna. We had the uh, um, Bone Reapers. So slowly, they're all getting their own book. And what's left in Legions of Nagash is basically Nagash, and he's in. You can play him anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Cities of Sigma was this. Okay, we'll get all your old players with all your old stuff. One like rule set here. Enjoy. But we didn't have any new models for that. Uh, and there was a chance to buy more Stormcast because you can mix them in. And some KO because you may mix them in in some armies, and I think slowly we'll see those disappear. Well, if we get the new Dwarden faction or Dispossessed faction, they'll just remove like Ironwell Arsenal and Dispossessed into that. Mix it with some new stuff. The same if we get a new Sylvaneth book, there'll be you know Wanderers and these uh, what are called Chronophy. We'll slowly replace those. Uh, we've seen with Morafi uh, already; they're moving towards replacing Dark Elves. Like giving their their own stuff, yeah. And I think that's the way they're they're going. And I mean, the whole the, all the high elf stuff is basically apart from Phoenix Guard and the Phoenixes is, is like Lumineth has a lot of stuff for those players yeah. who like that kind of thing. The high elves already disappeared. And then I you just have some free guild left, some poor human fellas who might mm -hmm. eventually get something else. We don't know. We yeah. need a human book. We need we need something for the humans. Yeah, yeah you mean like no only humans. humans? Yeah. Yeah, like maybe, a, maybe at some point, yeah. I would but like to see them split into some more disparate factions, or not necessarily fa full factions, but, you know, like a bit how, like, K.O. has the cities and they're all, they're, they're not, you know, like, they don't all necessarily think the same and act the same. It's like the whole idea oh. that all of the humans are basically united is a bit it's it's not just the humans but all of the races are in the cities of sigmar like it's mm. 
they keep banging on this and uh, they happily ever live together ever after. No, no, that's mm-hmm. dwarves and elves. They're not living together. They have the elves mm-hmm. in the ghetto and they have the dwarves in their place and <laughs> the humans in between. And basically they just yeah. stick together because outside is death and chaos and, and endless spells roaming the lands, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I think the, the best, um, like the, the most, co- the, the largest human book we have right now is Slaves of Darkness, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the thing people keep forgetting. The, the biggest human population is chaos. Yeah. Those are the people that were left outside the doors when chaos came and they just went with it. You know, yeah. okay, yeah, we'll accept corn. Sure, well, we'll slaughter some people and we keep on living. Um, cool. So I think we'll move on before we yep. do. Say hi to a few people in the chat. We've got Jay Deofu, uh, Philip, John Ryan, Oliver. Hi to you. Hello to anyone else watching. Um, say hi in the chat. Um, Hello. And Jay Deofu says, uh, or put it up on screen, if we get Bellacor being able to take all demons, why not have the same faction from uh, Aldo Arden with Gwambindle? So um, that's what I'm hoping for. Have a criminal book with at least sub factions or rules where you can, you know, have your fire slayer contingent. You can have your aircrafts. You can have your dispossessed. You can have some Iron World Arsenal cannons and just have a big, badass old dwarf army. Yeah. With him and Gotrick fighting in the forefront. So you have like 800 points left to spend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, cool. airships coming down, dropping um, uh, the steam tanks. Steam tanks oh, going on, like yeah, like kind of Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be so awesome, like a, mm. an, an ironclad with a crane underneath, like carrying it. Dropping, drops a steam tank onto the ground. <laughs> yeah, like a little drill steam tank that can go underground and yeah. cool. do it. Yes. Yeah. Philip John Ryan in the chat says uh, he'd like to be able to give the marine keyword out to some people. Which yeah, that would be cool. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, there's some interesting combinations. I'd love some hot drinks inside a boat. A boat. <laughs> I, I, I just put some fire slayers in there. Make it the hammer boat. Real hammer boat. That would be. Now put some hammers inside <laughs> to make it a hammer boat. <laughs> Get the ram, hit someone in combat, and then just 20 hammers. Just smash. outside. Like the old Donkey Kong style. Pa, 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 pa. <laughs> That'd awesome. be great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's exciting times for Age of Sigma, as always. Last year was a bit of a, you know, the whole Corona, no tournaments and less books coming out. But ni- 2019, we had 13 battle tomes coming out. So that was crazy, if you think mm-hmm. about it. And some expansions. Yeah, 13. Yeah. And um, last year, we had the couple. And this year, again, uh, we had... So far, a new Luminoth book. We have uh, now Soulblight coming, and I think we're going to speed up towards the second half of the year. Uh, I, I think if it wasn't for coronavirus, we would have carried on that fast pace. Like in the beginning of 2019, mm. we had two battle tomes in, at the end of January, and then. Uh, 8th of January, we had yeah. KO and, uh, and Zinch. Zinch. And then in yeah. February, we had Seraphon, and then the world went on. On hold, yeah. Um, and then we so, had Lubinev delayed until what was it, September? Yeah, August. And 
Giants came out. Giants delayed well. until September, October. So, I mean, if you just look at the pace yeah. from the the beginning part of the year, that yeah, it looks like it probably should have been. Like I mean, that. we already had this year Slanesh, Daughters of Cain. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we're this month. Luminef so again. Three, broken realms coming. We had a broken mm. realms. We get another broken realms. We have the third one or the fourth one announced somewhere in Vampire summer or out. late summer. We'll see a new edition of Age of Sigmar, I think. Ooh, maybe, maybe yeah. fall, early fall. So yeah, more broken realms. We, There's stuff happening. Have you guys Keep on seen spinning the rumors, money. The rumors around third edition. Some yes, yeah. I don't believe most of them. No, I believe so. Uh, it depends which ones you're talking about. I mean, the there's grim, a lot of grim dark ones, I think he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, there's things like the table size. I mean, they have it probable, okay. but I'd hate it. I mean, I don't want it to happen personally, no. from purely selfish reasons, where I put a lot of time and effort into building a six by four table. That's really nice. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want it to happen because it limits where I can go with my ships. Yeah, although I'll just go back playing fire slayers because everything's closer now to my axis so also <laughs> those the games workshop cardboard looks terrible and i don't want to play on that yeah but they have the size like kill team that you can put four of those together and that's the size yeah but they look yeah, it so seems... bad i mean yeah you can get mats and then or cut yeah. your old mats. So i think that's a probable thing they do the charge reactions Please don't go back to fantasy with this. That was just no. You don't no. want to Overwatch with your twenty thunders when someone charges them. Yeah. Oh, we have a shooting meta. Let's give shooting units another phase where you can shoot. Yeah. <laughs> like. I mean. Yeah. I mean, people, sure. Some people have been talking about like uh, alternate shooting or shooting in like shooting being like combat where you get to shoot both players turns there's again that's just gonna make shooting more powerful <laughs> no, i think i think they need to upgrade uh terrain yes maybe board size okay it's from it's probable because it makes sense from a business side mm -hmm. uh perspective Okay, we'll 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 moan and complain, and then we'll everyone will play on that size anyway. So, yeah, uh, I yeah. don't, but I don't think they'll change too much about the rules and your shooting, alternating, and so on, because uh, we have so many battle tomes, and there'd be so much confusion, and or they had to rewrite all of these battle tomes again. So we'll have another Luminous book in September. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like what? What if <sighs> if, if, if if something could Overwatch, then your Seraphon Skinks could Overwatch. And then Overwatch again. Mm. The Ironclad could Overwatch twice with its last word relic. Yeah, so that would mean major changes in rules. Mm. Um, maybe later we'll see that, but not, not so far. Because we have seen new books, and also uh, these books have been written last year, presumably. Yeah. Uh, but they must have already had in mind when they wrote these books that they were writing them for a new edition yeah, of I mean, They don't write a new edition like a month before it comes out. <laughs> no, so, no, no, they're not like us before a, a school assignment, like the night before. Yeah. Uh, we hope at least that they put some thought into it. Yes. So, um, and judging from the books we've seen, Daughters of Cain and Slanesh, there is not much 
hinting towards that. The only thing that ever hinted to some rules changes were the Admiral's command abilities. <laughs> they were hinting towards, oh, maybe we'll lose uh, the generic ones. That's still a possibility. Been some discussion about command abilities, particularly with Luminef coming out, um, and who actually uses a command ability. Oh. So whether it's the player or the hero, and it actually not necessarily a hero because, in theory, potentially, like there are some there are cases where you don't have to be a hero to use a command ability, like it can be measured from a, a unit. So. But then it specifically says, it always says where you measure from. Yeah, well, a unit well, with this ability. That's well, how all these sentences start. Yeah, well, not all of them. And for instance, in Luminef, there's one that's just like, pick a shooting unit. It has, is this anywhere on the board? But then or, that's just yeah. sloppy writing, rules writing, yeah. in my personal opinion. Um, um, but well, then it's an FAQ. Yeah, I mean, there might be some tweaks to the way command abilities work, I think, and maybe, the maybe. core ones. But those are um, minor changes. Not We're not going to see the whole rules change. And we'll have a, a separate phase for charge reactions or, you know, I don't know. No, you could see maybe like a charge reaction command ability in the core rules that everyone gets. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, use this command ability and the unit can either run away or do something, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully uh, not, because that would be just less combat, less interactivity, because yeah. people run yeah. away from combat. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let, let's get to the important say, stuff. Let's yeah. talk about the Tiesta Resistance, uh, the Cursey. That's uh, the total amount of my French knowledge there. Um, this guy, Dagnay Holdenstock, uh, Trade Commodore from Barrack Monar. Captain um, of the Adamant Ironclad. Adam. Oh, what? Because of his. <laughs> no, that's the name of the Ironclad. Adamant. Ad Adamant, but like. Adamant. Adamant. Um, Adam not like Adamant from the 80s. Um, I don't know. I was born in the 90s. Same. I don't know what you're talking about, old man. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> okay, I'm just finally realizing that I'm the oldest one here. I thought you were older than me. <laughs> No. Adam Ant, you know, um, wearing a because he was the I don't know. Don't so he's the guy who brings all our heroes to Ulfenkarn yeah. in pursuit of riches and uh, obviously the noble cause of gaining more profits. Yes, yeah. So <laughs> we see the front of him before, and yep. now we can actually see the back. Yeah, so he he's got a safe. That's the only really notable thing. Yeah, that. that we were discussing this back when we seen the scale and the out, oh, outline. Yeah. We said it's some sort of weird clock house box, and we can see mm -hmm. that the scale has a an actual like uh, we call it scale. It looks like it's got a little bag on it, like on the on the on the on the front. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's just an indication because it's like red to green colored. If that's just mm. like the scale, or if that's mm. some extra tool or instrument. Then on the on the back, we can see that uh, there's a little bag on the scale. So what we mm -hmm. thought would be like a little, uh, you know, insert hollow piece. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's a, a gold bag or whatever is, is inside. Like he's bag, yeah. he's uh, doing business while shooting <laughs> and fighting. Mm -hmm. 
and then he has a safe uh, with a key lock. We can see the key on his belt on the front. I think yeah. that's the key for his uh, for his little vault. And that's very cool to carry, you know, carry your vault, your gold with you uh, on your pack. Um, you don't trust anyone. And I don't know what those. I know those are extra extra weights that are attached uh, beneath his Endrin mm. power thingy. You can see they're they like hooked the in. And they're the same. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they look the same as the the one that's hooked into his scale. Yeah. So that's cool. So that's like the small, medium, yeah. and large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's very cool. Uh, we've seen his skyhook before. Now we know he has a 16-inch yeah. reach. I know it's not a skyhook. It's actually called a... It's On the war scroll, it's called a harpoon gun. Harpoon so gun. Okay. But it's. I think we, we, can see, anyway. we can see the Just tip is the same as the skyhook. It's the same kit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's shorter it's, range than any skyhook and... Yeah. We'll go into the rules later. Um, a different name is to justify the, the fact that it has a slightly different profile. Just like yeah, you I have think so. I think heavy so. skyhook, great skyhook, and stuff on the ships. Yeah, so. his axe is, I think it has an, another name, but it's basically an Arcanaut axe. And that's where yeah, I think, so. that's where I thought we, that's where the model lacks, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Why does he have like a stupid Arcanaut axe? Yeah. And it doesn't it's even have that... it doesn't even have the you know the the screwdriver tip or the <laughs> the uh, what's it called in English um, the know. the eighth octagonal inlet mm, um, the um, the tool tip spanner. the spanner thing so yeah I think that's a a call for some conversion giving him the anchor or the saber of the Arcanauts. Uh, so there's some some option there because he looks very mm, nautical, nautical. That's the word, mm -hmm. nautical with his you know mantle, with his coat, oh, uh, yeah. with his buttons on the front. So I think a saber, a pirate saber, would be fitting. He has some sort of. Yeah. It's not an eye patch; it's a lens, but it, I think it's reminiscent of an eye patch mm -hmm. in, in how it looks. So I think that's a cool thing. Um, There's one thing I just noticed, which is we talked about this handle before. Yeah. If you look at where it is in in relation to the site, does it literally just block the view through the site? I think it's underneath, but it's just it's, lower, it's just on top. It's yeah. just in like somewhere. Maybe that's why it hits so terribly. Yeah. Let's. Uh, it, yeah. Let's move on to the well, come on, come on. Very come on. And it's all, yeah, it's just the fact he's got a safe, really. So the basics Ooh. are he's 100 points. Uh, Which is okay. Four, okay. Four inch mm -hmm. move, four plus save, six wounds. Six wounds is decent. You know, it's better than the most four, Better than most four plus heroes, yeah. Yeah. Um, and eight bravery, which is almost irrelevant. Um, yeah. uh, so the reason he has. A safe is because probably in relation to this ability. So he could, he basically starts the game with two shares of vapor gold instead of one if he's in a KO army. Which as a concept is cool, but it's not cool because Ether Gold is much more powerful on units that are not heroes. 
because yeah. heroes they just use them for either reroll saves or you know you have a chemist and you just need to kill some little units on an objective and give him reroll hits because mm -hmm. what else is he going to do without gold so i don't know what this guy is going to do with two shares of gold the, the main thing is is you can only use one gold per phase so if you use this gold it's stopping you using like mm. gold on a ship or something potentially that phase mm. so uh yeah but um, uh, they remember to give him the marine keyword which is nice mm. so you can actually yeah. go on a boat you can go on a boat he's a skyfair and he's one of the he's the only hero in the uh, Chris City set, like the good guys, that can actually <laughs> synergize with his sub faction. He's Barak Mornar, mm. so it's cool. He's a named hero for Barak Mornar. Uh, he's not Barak Nar, so that's good. Um, all the others are either Often Current City keyword, or I think the Kronofi has their her own glade, so she cannot interact with whatever is in in those books sub factions. Whereas oh, no. he he has Barak Mona, he can work with the Barak Mona rules. Yeah. So that's a plus. Um, one thing is one thing about his uh, extra Aether Gold share thing. It kind of just makes up in some ways for him being unique because actually that is a command trait, isn't it? That you can get from pretty much every hero. So the fact that being he has an Aether Gold share, yeah, it's almost like having mm, okay. But it's, it's the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the one. It's the reason. It's, there's a reason no one picks that one. Um, Maybe yeah, back when Ether Gold let us use free command abilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was more useful back then. Yes. But now it's like. Hmm. Well, if they change triumphs, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But so far, I don't. I wouldn't pick him for that ability. Hmm. So um, before we uh, move on to some of the other stuff, we, we mentioned that he's Barrett Mornar. So one of the important things about that means that you can take him in Barrack Zilfin or Urbans or something, but if you do, he won't benefit from the allegiance abilities. So if you take him in Barrack Zilfin if, and he runs, you'll have to roll. He won't be able to run six, for instance. But you can take in him Tempest Eye and he gets everything. Because the only requirement is Cardinal Overlords. He won't. Yeah, one, one thing he won't get in Devil's Eyes, he won't get his extra share of Aether Gold because that's only in a. Cardinal no, but Overlords. as we said, that's not as important. Oh, so yeah. it wouldn't he's work. a cool Dwarden hero. You can make him your general, you know, if you want the Dwarden keyword. You can use him for whatever. You cannot give him artifacts, of course, because he's a named unique character. But that's yeah. cool. So let's talk about his weapons. So mm -hmm. the axe, we'll do that one first because that's quick. Um, three attacks. So he has more, like it's an Arcanaut axe, but he's obviously better at swinging it than an Arcanaut because he can get Because he's attacks doing it with his left hand. <laughs> yeah, left-handed. Um, but force and freeze, minus one rend, one damage. Mm -hmm. It's Okay. Like he's it's, better in combat than a chemist or a navigator, but he's not engine master or admiral standard. No, oh. he's. He, I don't think he'll do much in combat. No. Um, the fact that he has at least at least it has rent is means it's better than it's okay. nothing. But 
I mean, if you had him in a boat with an Admiral and an Entrum Master, then it'd be, and then the Admiral uses command ability, it'd be freeze and freeze minus one. But it's only one damage, so. Yeah, it's only one damage, and free attacks is nice. So, yeah, yeah. you know, in a <clears throat> fighting for an objective, there's some couple of units you want to kill a couple of models. It can come up. Yeah, it's. It, I see it more as a. Well, at least he's not got a, a token. Like instruments. Yeah, he's not got a token thing that does nothing. Basically, mm -hmm. like, uh, it's annoying when you have a hero with like a, a weapon, and it just it's like fours and fours, no end, one damage, and it does does nothing. So like least, the the of chemist, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like at least if he's in combat with something and it's got one wound left, he could actually potentially kill it. There is a chemist, probably. A chemist never would, would he? Mm. So, not no. in combat anyway. Mm. Uh, so the harpoon gun is basically a skyhook but with shorter range. Falls uh, mm. one attack. Yeah. Falls and freeze two range, but D three instead of free damage, so it's worse. Uh, the uh, the Arcanauts have a, a light skyhooks. Exactly yeah, the but those are shit. <laughs> this one's even shit. Skyhook standard is engine rigger standard. Yeah. Sky rigger standard is the, yes. the standard. And this guy's got two less range than even the Arcanaut. He's got, yeah, the Arcanaut what? is 18. What is this? <laughs> eight, eight, eight inch less range than the, than the Sky Riggers uh, Skyhook? Because that thing's 24. Yeah. No, it's not 24. It's 18 it now. Is. Oh, the Skyriggers one, you say. Sorry. The, sky, the Skyriggers. Yeah, sorry. I thought we were still talking about Arcanauts. <laughs> no, Arcanauts yeah. is uh, 18. 18. 18. So still further than this guy. <laughs> yes. So the Ar and, and the Arcanauts hit on threes, usually. So. Yes. I mean, I guess the slightly lower range is narrative because it's got a thicker rope. So it can't go as far. It's got more <laughs> drag. I don't know. Why is, why is sure. this guy. With his lens and his and his scope, worse at shooting things than both the admiral and the navigator and the engine master. Everyone else hits on threes. All the other characters hit on threes. Because Just he's holding guy. an axe, so he's doing it one-handed. Yeah, it's like a heavy <laughs> thing, and he's aiming it one-handed. You know. Yeah, and his hand is like because <laughs> it's so heavy. <laughs> And he's shaking because, as you we can read from the text, he's almost bankrupt. This guy, he has debt. Yeah. He's and panicking. It's... He needs to get money. Yeah. And it's scary <laughs> being old from Carl with all the guests. yeah. Is this scary people around yeah. that want to get his gold from his vault? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's mourner. He's a uh, impoverished, <laughs> bankrupt person. Let's talk about yeah. the. His main ability, then the the His most saving grace. The so, only the, the thing that makes him maybe maybe worth it, yeah, but not really. Mm -hmm. The ability is called reel him in, and it's basically relates to the harping gun. So if the harping gun scores a hit on a monster and the monster is not slain um, after the attack has been resolved, roll a dice, and then on a four plus that monster is skewered until the start of your next hero phase. While that monster is skewed, each time it makes a move, it must finish that move at least as close to this model as if it well, as it was at the start of the move. So there's some interesting things about that. First of all, it's if it scores a hit, but then you also have to roll a full plus afterwards. So mm. it 
you have to hit first on a four plus, which is fifty percent of the time, and then then it's another four plus, which is then makes it twenty five percent of the time. Oh, now, actually, it's less because. Uh, yeah, no, it is twenty. If you kill him, That's... then you don't get it. Yeah, but if you kill the monster, you don't need it. So. Yeah, <laughs> but okay, it's. Um, before we what was the word from last show? <laughs> uh, situationally good. Situational. Yeah. Uh, let's just bring up what uh, Jake Durfer said in the chat uh, a while ago, or whatever, which is um, the extra share of Aether Gold does bring the chance of this ability going off um, being better because you can reroll your hits, so therefore you're more likely to hit, so your chance to hit goes up to 75%, which uh, um, then mass out to uh 35.7 chance of getting the ability off so mm. but that means you, can, you cannot use your share in shooting somewhere else yeah but quite often actually i mean we talked about this before you will use your share for saves on the ship and stuff like that so yeah. i mean it, you can't use it on like a unit of riggers or arconauts or something to shoot um yeah, I don't um, know. He doesn't like. Uh, yeah, he's reeling in the big monsters towards him to do what? Get killed? Like, what? Well, what is he gonna do if the monster comes to him yeah. <laughs> with his free attack axe? I mean, he's just yeah. gonna get stomped. Well, narratively, guess... in Curse City, you'd have like the big ogre and the other heroes there, and yeah, so he'd he'd, like, he'd, can... pin, them, he'd pin them down. Pin the monster down, and then the the ogre would come to slay it. I can, I can see it maybe being a fringe case where you can you can teleport him around on a gun hauler, and mm -hmm. then stop the like snag a Morathi or an Archaon, and then you, the Archaon or Morathi can't get into the rest of your army. They have to go and fight this one little gun hauler while the rest of your army deals with everything else. Mm -hmm. So, but, like, in order for that to work, you need to do it every round because it only lasts until your next hero phase. Um, usually, like you can you can end the game in one turn. What are you talking about? <laughs> not, against Mar not against Morafi, because <laughs> you won't die. You'll kill it. You'll kill everything else. And, and uh, as as you failed to prove, yes, in your tournament. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> and. Uh, Archeon will make you reroll sixes to hit, so it's even lesser chance. Mm -hmm. um, he does. So he? there's, I mean, the the combo that, that springs to mind is in is Mornar. That only in combat. Does Archeon's ability it? only work in combat? That could be. That could be. Yes. Um, if you're in the chat and you know the answer to that question, let us know. So that we can. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he's just gonna get punked by whatever he's. Yeah. Reels in the the combination that uh, or the combo that springs to mind here is is Mourner. Okay, what does Mourner have? All oh, the cool fuck you stuff. Mm. Well, you cannot like half the charge move. Okay, so you put him in a ship uh, somewhere, uh, you know, within sixteen inches of a big monster uh, of a flying monster, preferably. Then you half move that with the navigator ability. Mm. Uh, you say with with his ability, oh, you can only move towards me. And then if you actually wants to charge you, you say, oh no, you can only charge half half the way and mm -hmm. the monster's just you know wasted the turn of doing nothing basically. And then there next is... turn you, you do it again. 
one important thing I really want to point out, which is it uh, makes a move, not normal move. So this applies to parlings and charges as well. So oh, yes, good call. Yes. Yeah. So that is something that you know your opponent might potentially realize and think, oh, okay, well, I can't move, but then I can charge. So mm-hmm. effectively, you know, stop a monster from piling in. Yeah, um, even the you know um, more crusher hero face move or stuff like that. Yeah, or st- yes, st- yeah, or stop a monster from charging another another unit. So because it, you know it, this is sixteen inch range. So if you yeah, the trouble is, is you do it in your turn and then their turn they get a chance to move. So then they will move. Towards yeah, that's why you need to have move them as well. Yeah. Uh, um, so that's a nice combo, but to pull it off, there's a, not, a lot of dice that need to come together. His even with his gold, a thirty-seven percent chance, or what was it, thirty-five? Uh, then you need to get the the free plus off on the navigator. You know, it's a lot of ifs. It's a fun thing. I would not build a list around it. Um, no, definitely not. My my verdict is hundred points for a hero with a six wounds and a four plus save is okay. It's good. The downside is he doesn't go in any of our battalions. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he doesn't have the keywords required. Uh, so he's an extra drop. He's Baroque Mourner, so mostly you'll... His ability is not strong enough that you'll want him in any other sub-faction. Um, he's, a, so he's a narrative pick. He, he's, he's a narrative pick, and he's maybe a you know friendly game. I have this cool model. Let's. I have 100 points to spend. Let's put him down. Actually, yeah, hidden hidden list tactics with this guy. Use him in a game where you want to where you want to show your opponent that Carol Overlords aren't that overpowered. Look, yes. this can be fun. We can have a yeah. fun game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's a cool proxy. Yeah, the battalion thing <laughs> is one of the main things because if you think about it, Iron Sky Command, you you got three heroes in there anyway. Potentially mm-hmm. four if you take Brock or an Admiral. Um, mm-hmm. As then you're going to add a fourth hero, maybe a fifth as well, no. but she's no. increasing. And then you think, okay, well, well, yeah, well, what if I play Escort Wing? Okay, well, say you're playing Escort Wing. Okay, well, you don't have any heroes in Escort Wing, so you're like, great, well, one of my heroes can be him, but then you have a battalion, which means you get two artifacts of power. He can't have mm-hmm. an he artifact of power. Him. Yeah. So if you don't want to waste the artifact of power, then you're at three heroes. So three heroes plus your battalion means you're at least four drops. Then even with escort wing, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, and you're choosing don't... over here. You're choosing a an Ender Master in the dirigible suit because you want uh, Sky Riggers as battle line, mm-hmm. or you're choosing a chemist because you want the spell on a bottle, or you know that or sort of navigator. combo, or yeah. a navigator, or an admiral for bravery. Uh, yeah. Immunity. You know. the, na- the navigator is the biggest competition for his spot in the list because the navigator's got 15 inch range on his gun. I can't remember really what the damage profile is because it's actually uh-huh. insignificant, but he halves movement of flying models from 36 inches away. So... Yeah, from 36 inches away is the big deal. Yeah, he makes ships rerun charges if he doesn't. Yeah, he There's some synergy. He can have the flare pistol, he can yes. unbind. You know, there's such more, much more power multiplication in a navigator. He can go in a battalion. And he's top, he's got a free up save. Yeah, and he yeah. has a free up save. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, five wounds but three up save. So, so better. Um, yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, the main reason to take this guy is to mess with enemy monsters' movement. But most monsters fly, so you could take a navigator. You can half their movement from far away. Yeah, you can mess with people's movement with this, but then they're coming towards you, and not sure if that's what you want. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So, core cool model, okay, rules, mm, not competitive, in my opinion. Use them when you want to make friends. Yeah. I mean, there is generally, like, a a little bit of a play with just, you know, a flying high gun hauler to a corner anyway, like, just to mess with your opponents. Hmm. But the thing is, then you've got to use compartments. Yeah, you're wasting an engine work for... Yeah this 25% fun game trick. Nah. Nah. And as, as a proxy, you know, Bookman's big competition. Mm -hmm. Because Bookman doesn't have a vault, but he has a beer barrel. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Big competition here. And beer he has a proper pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love the model. I think the model's really cool. Um, I think you'd make... Like a cool chemist, if he changes his gun to a fumigator or something. So. Mm, I think he'd make a cool, cool admiral with a saber. You know, proper captain. Not our admiral doesn't look very nautical. He's just a, a guy yeah. with a big hammer in a in a heavy suit. It's a uh, it's a shame you can only get him in Curse City because I think the model's great, mm. um, and for like conversions and stuff, you could do a lot of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, the fact that he's hard to get hold of is uh, it's a bit of a shame. Yeah, and I don't know if they'll release these units later because they're all named. No, with the, with the first the Silver Tower, they did then release them, but they mm -hmm. weren't named. Oh, not not all of them, but a few of them at least. Mm -hmm. The the Fire Slayer and the uh, Slaves to Darkness. And yeah, the the the, the queen the and the God. the wizard, the 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 sorcerer from Silver Tower. He got he got pretty big. Yeah, the uh, uh, Zinch, whatever his name is. Yeah, the Zinch wizard. He got he got yeah. big. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. maybe. Mm -hmm. So final yeah. verdict: we're saying uncompetitive, but fun. I'd give him a C. 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 <laughs> C. I think great model. I love that Kaor getting something from this mm -hmm. box. He's better than the others because he's Barak Monar, but then he's not as cool in ways of like list building or yeah. possibilities. It's a nice ability if you just want to run him, you know, have 100 points from him in, in your. New friendly game, sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, he's not bad. Mm -hmm. He's okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, um, no, this... sorry, Corn, you go oh. ahead first because I'm. Oh no, no. I, I was gonna just lead us into the next one, who might mm -hmm. actually, who is, we, we can mm -hmm. actually yeah. discuss if they're or not whether or not they're a viable pick. Okay, I'll quickly say my thing first then. Because it's not related to that, and we can... are we getting a slight KO hero problem? Because this is now <laughs> like they keep releasing us 
heroes like Bugman and this guy and like they um, like making KO heroes. Uh, so um, at least this guy has a war scroll and points. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to have Bugman. He would be like a brewmaster, so he can't go any mm -hmm. battalion, but he'd have like abilities. Uh, maybe that would be cool. Give out beer to like plus one to hit <laughs> to nearby units or something, or minus one to hit because they're all drunk. Uh, <laughs> the you thing, why I think currently we're seeing KO heroes is they want to give, I think GW thinks in, in races, Dwarden or Dwarves, <laughs> Elves, and Stormcast. Uh, and so it, whenever they want to give something to the Dwarf community, recently it's been KO. Because mm -hmm. that's their IP. You can do fancy, cool steampunk yeah. stuff. You can do cool heroes. We've and never seen like we've never seen Fire Slayer like named heroes other than the White Dwarf, and that's just a basic Runefire model. Mm -hmm. Bale Grim or Bale Grimnir, whatever his name is. Yeah. He's just a you know Vostark named character. He has a better save. But he costs twenty points more, and that's it. Um so I think they're they're you know go to oh we want to do a dwarf we want to do an elf we want to do a human you know okay the dwarf is always going to be KO it's never going to be a dispossessed or an outward arsenal character because yeah. those are you know those those are not there's a way the main thing dwarf. no they're yeah. they're not important anymore they're just leftovers so oh. to say KO are the poster dwarf currently okay yeah. we're taking the dwarf. I think we have more heroes now than we have units. Yeah, we go, and well, that's the thing. Fire Slayers already have that. They have three yeah. units and seven or eight heroes. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, heroes think... with war scrolls. We've got four oh, yeah. was... Brock, uh, the chemist, and now this guy. So we've got seven heroes with war scrolls. Um, what was it three including, birds, including we also have Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's four. There's the four main ones, and there's Brock, Thundric, and this guy. Yeah, and then if you include uh, the Brewmaster. No, there's General, five: Admiral, Ender Master, Ender Master, Navigator, oh, Chemist. Oh, the second Ender Master. Thundric, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock, Bookman, and this guy. I so forgot eight. the Ender Master with suit. Yeah, yeah. eight. Eight, nine. eight um, with water, nine, nine the Oh yeah, nine in total, eight eight with war scroll. So, um, then what we've got three boats, Arconauts, yeah. Thunderers, two balloon boys, and Thunderous and Thunderous Profiteers. Yeah. So we're fifty fifty right now. So we're fifty fifty. That, that's uh, so I was wrong. Uh, Firesliz do have a named hero, uh, the guy from Sh Sh Shadespire on the world, mm -hmm. the one yeah. everyone uses as a as a rune father on foot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, whatever his name is, something Grimnir. Fuji, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's right. That's it. Uh, full, full Grimnir. No, that's forty uh, k. Uh, uh, Fuel Grimnir. Definitely not full Grim. Okay, so yeah, and then Crawden, you were saying, uh, well, yeah, there's some better but options in in in. Yeah, talking about characters who might be um, viable, who we can actually have a discussion about, 
Elenia and Elathor, two elves that some that this this female dwarf admiral met in a bar once. <laughs> so yeah, they came out with uh, Luminef, the latest Luminef release. They're you know twins okay. and they're basically you know Teclas and Tyrion's ideal in in two persons. So one mage, one fighter. They come on on one base, and uh, they're not bad. They're like standing on top of each other for some reason. That's like the just another thing. Version of <laughs> yeah. So, so um, 260 points, which is considerable. What do you mm -hmm. get for that? You get eight wounds on a free plus save, so like an Ender Master and dirigible. Get a six inch move, so two inches more than your average Dwarden. You get a uh, wizard, which is something um, KO don't have, or only in in in, uh, in form of a uh, encounter or a, a wizard your... does a double caster as well. A no, double caster with plus one to cast and unbind. Yes, I was going to. Uh, yes, so it's yeah. actually a reliable double caster, a caster who can cast uh, luminous endless spells, apart from all the other. Generic endless belts, so that might be interesting if you if you're interested in in those, and uh, they can go into any order army, so that's why they can go into KO as well. Okay, so I haven't spotted this. So yeah, so it says that they can cast uh, those archibald mystic shield and salvation of harsh spells or ish. Uh, so are any of those actually useful from a KO perspective? Any of those spells? Or do they all target um, Luminef units? Well, wait, can they... What do you mean, they... the Endless spells? The, so the uh, yes, the Rune of, Rune of Petrification they could use. No, the no the law spells. Cause can they use the law spells? spells. No, the, no, they cannot use the lore spells. Your lore spells can only be used in the Allegiance. So what are the Salvation of Peace spells? Are they the end? Oh, it's, no, the one, it's the one on the wall. It's written there on the wall. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> it's a five plus for them. It's a five plus uh, for okay. Oh, you started talking about uh, law spells? No, I game. started endless spells. Uh, oh, okay. Endless yeah. spells. Right, okay. If you don't want to waste your spell on a bottle for that, you can access endless spells plus luminous endless spells with them. Okay. Quite reliable Actually, with a plus one. The, like for a second, the, I was like, oh, so this is crazy. No, they cannot. So you could use, you know, Rune of Petrification. That's like a mini rat trap, isn't it? Uh, basically, it, stops, it like fiddles with movement, I think. It's but it was not on our trap. top 10, so <laughs> it can't be that good. <laughs> you can put down a Rune of Petrification and a rat trap in the same spot and then just keep them there. You could, yes. That's quite quite some points I think you need to spend. And uh, I mean this guy the rune of petrification is eighteen inch range. Yeah. So these guys, these, these, these guys teleport yeah. occasionally sometimes. But not, not in the hero phase. <laughs> like not no. start you cannot set it up. But let's let's start from the beginning. What what did the mm -hmm. these two guys do? Uh, basically they have uh, some melee attacks and the interesting one here is of course the the sword. Um, of the of the guy of the standing beneath, it has four attacks, two plus to hit, three plus to wound, two rend. So that's a good profile. And damage is uh, the round you're currently playing. So in the beginning, he will have damage one, second round damage two, and so on. So potentially damage five if he's alive in the last 
last round. So that's pretty good. Hitting on a two, winning on a three, uh, two ren. That's that's great. And uh, in addition, uh, once per game, you can do like a little laser beam, uh, twelve inch range. You pick a point on the battlefield and you draw an, uh, a line from this model on that point. And to everything uh, in between, uh, you on a two plus, you deal mortal wounds. Again, um, the same number of mortal wounds that the current round is. So, you know, round two, round three, you can deal straight three mortal wounds. So it's not D3 right, where it's not reliable. This is actually, you can go and say, okay, I can plan with this. Fourth round, I can deal four mortal wounds. Like I can shoot people with four mortal wounds. So that's a nice once per game ability. Then uh, the downside to this this guy is the sudden translocation. At the end of combat phase, roll a dice. So not you can roll a dice, but you must roll a dice. Now, if you roll less than the number of the current battle round, so it's not very probable uh, in the first rounds, but it gets more probable later turns, uh, or less than the number of wounds allocated. So this is, if you fulfill either of these requirements, it's going to happen. So it's, you know, first round, but you suffer two wounds, you roll a one, you're going to teleport. So what happens? Um, first, you heal D6, which is nice. No, you suffered wounds, but you're going to heal up. So that's great. Uh, but then you need to remove the model and place it anywhere outside of 12, not nine inches as fly high or, you know, normal deep striking, but 12 inches away from enemy models. If it's not possible, you, you remove the model, but it's not slain, which is a weird thing, but okay. I think you always find a, a spot 12 inches away to set it down. Uh, and this is potentially powerful and potentially very annoying for you because you know, you're on a, in a combat, you think, okay, next round, I'm going to kill this guy because I have then free damage on my weapon and I'm, I'm going to win this objective. They deal one wound or two wounds to you, and you roll a one, and you just fly out of combat, um, which is potentially annoying or aggravating. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm going to win this on this side, on, on this flank. I have the secure. And then, whoops, here I go. <laughs> off, off you go, a little elf. Um, on the other hand, it's cool because like later rounds, you can throw the model into combat knowing I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to get killed like next round because I'm probably, or hopefully, gonna jump anywhere else. And with the teleport, you know, go where it's, teleport's always strong. Movement is strong in this game. Not onto an objective, because with 12 inch, that's impossible if there's someone standing on the objective, but if it's a vacant objective or it's, you know, close to the objective, so threatening it. Um, so that's, and then with a move of six inches, they're a hero, they can reroll charges. Uh, and with the, the combat, they have they can probably clear an objective so it's a it's a very fun mechanic i think it's a great mechanic because it's a a reward but it's also a risk you're getting healed and you can teleport but the risk is you, you're getting teleported <laughs> if you don't want you cannot control this um so yeah that's that's um, them i think the only thing you didn't mention uh, you covered pretty much everything there. Was <laughs> Realm Wanderers, which is the rule that basically says they can be in any order army. Yeah, that's uh, what I said in the beginning. That uh, why they are in KO. Yes. But the other thing about that is that if they're near your general and the start of the hero phase and not four yes. plus, you get an extra sure. command point. Um, also a nice to have. Yep. Yeah. 
not so, uh, super necessary for KO, I feel. I think no, that's more no. cities cities players really want this. You know, it's another reroll wants to hit. Mm. Or another yeah. ignore battle shock if you're mm. Iron Sky Command Battalion Ironclad is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So it's it's come up with me that I use command points to reroll charges or or reroll wants to hit. So it's uh, I use them more for reroll wants to hit, yeah. It's good to mm -hmm. have it. You know, I won't complain. Yeah, that's a yeah. I missed that. Yes. And then so, their their spell is a on a six. Obviously, they get a plus one to casting, dispelling, and unbinding. So everything a plus one. So basically, on a five plus uh, on two dice, uh, they get a five plus philopin on top mm -hmm. of their three plus save. So quite durable. Yeah. Some and some durability against mortal wounds, which Carrie doesn't have. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, but eight wounds, 260 points. They're not, you know, they're not tanky. Mm, not tanky, but the potential late game damage output. I think what you can compare these guys to is um, Celestin Prime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Celestin yeah. Prime has a D3 mortal wound shot. Um, it has a very similar attack profile, three attacks. Well, then later, later game more attacks, but mm. I think he hits on freeze and wounds on freeze or wounds oh. on twos to rend free damage. Mm -hmm. But he comes down third round, so uh, or second round, so similar damage output. Uh, what we've not mentioned, the the lady on top, she also has two attacks, freeze and freeze, one rend d three damage. So that's okay. Mm. And then there's a a little An owl, owl, little owl with two attacks, <laughs> like three plus, truck. three plus. Minus one one, so it hits better than an Arcanaut with an axe. Um, it hits better than the last guy. That's true. Um, so there's some damage coming out of this of this model. Yeah, it's not bad. Someone needs to make a, a Birds of Sigma list with the A for wings, a drill wheel. The... Does and, the uh, Lumineth Sigma. Underworld's Warband, they have an owl, like, the, like the, yeah. the boss, the caster, does that have an attack? Mm -hmm. Not sure. Yeah. The Drill Bill has D3, one random D3 attacks. Yeah. So, um, and then magic is always, it's not endless spells, but, you know, a Mystic Shield on an Ironclad. Mm -hmm. Or a Mystic Shield on a on a unit of Endrian Riggers. That's always yeah. handy, because so, it works in shooting and combat. Yeah, I mean, Mystic Shield is not insignificant on an Ironclad, because... You can also because we talk about the magic dominance, but if you if all you want to do is like put Mystic Shield on Ironclad, then you can do that from out of range, out of range of unbinds. So unless unless Krug, yes, unless Krug, <laughs> yeah, you can't necessarily assume automatic unbind, yeah, uh, board wide unbinds because it's only one faction. Um, so I guess so... most opponents you can sort of just deploy far further back and then put Mystic Shield. On uh, yeah, on a on, five on a, plus, on so yeah, on a five plus, maybe four plus if there's arcane terrain. And mm -hmm. true, yeah. so now you have something to actually put next to your arcane terrain, mm -hmm. um, which I guess saves you that command point for the all out defense. Yeah, well, yes. usually, usually, you just use yes. all out defense. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the strong thing with Mystic Shield is that it also works against shooting. Which all up defense doesn't work. No. So, the, um, and then you know she might accidentally teleport to near your ironclad next <laughs> later, for, so that you can do it again in future turns. 
I think it's yeah. basically a. I mean, if there is a combat that you want to stay in and you get teleported out, you just move 12 inches away from that combat and then move in back next round with six inches and charge back in. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. it's more of a I'm going to disengage and heal <laughs> thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think the 12 inch is because of the 12 inch shot that he has. Because if it would be nine inches, he could still shoot his, you know, potential four, five mortal wound shot back in. Yeah, yeah that's, why, the that's the... why they said twelve inch. But the thing is, the the shooting is in the shooting phase, and the teleports in the combat phase. So that doesn't matter. No, but for... yeah, true. Because then you could just move forward six inches. Yeah, no, you're, you're correct. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Because when, uh, but is it his shooting? Yeah, in your shooting phase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and because when people first started talking about this unit all these heroes um i was like well you can teleport oh and you've got this 12 inch shooting thing that can do five mortal wounds this sounds great and then you look at the timing and you're like oh can't, can't just teleport and do five more wounds on something thing is you roll at the end of the combat phase yeah so any combat phase so yeah i mean the, the mechanic i mean it's in the first it's not going to happen in the first round unless you took a lot of damage yeah I mean, uh, you're going to use one of his casting for that 5 plus funeral pain, so you have a Mystic Shield or potential. You know, it's a reliable... He's more... Or they are more reliable to cast Cogs than uh, the Encounter. Mm -hmm. get a plus one. But uh, not as reliable as Endless Spell Cogs. Uh, as Spell in the Bottle Cogs. No, but if you want to lose Endless Spells for something else. Or you don't want to use the bottle and take... One of the other cool artifacts that we have yeah. in the book. Unfortunately, you can't take bound cogs and real cogs at the same time. Can you not? Oh, because no, you can't. Um, I've looked into it. Trust me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's well, I mean, from new GHP maybe you can, but uh, in the current GHP, it says you can't take more than one of the same endless spell model. Oh, so, okay. So. But what if I converted one of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I think uh, the most important thing to to say about this crawl is you don't need to buy the model. You get the forty millimeter base. You buy the dispossessed rune lord. You buy the mm -hmm. old dispossessed unforged, which is still available as the white dwarf. Just a different picture on the package, but it's the same model. Mm -hmm. They both come on 25 millimeter bases. You put them on a 40, they can fit easily. And then you take a drill bill from your thunderous kit, mm -hmm. <laughs> stick it on the on the shoulder or on the mm -hmm. you know uh, rune staff of the rune lord, and uh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Fantastic Dwarden twins. So we draw. No, I'll do like a little diorama because the Unforged is already leaping off like some sort of ruin. Mm -hmm. You can like base him a bit higher above, and then below you have the the Rune Lord uh doing his magic and with his book or whatever loadout you give him. There's different I, options there. I quite like the idea if you could do it of like a, a dwarven model holding up a shield with both hands, and then another dwarf standing on top of the shield. Yeah, you could do that. I still have the old um, special model with Boogman, Gotrek, and uh, I think uh, Alaric is the, the dwarf mm. king on the shield, so they're both holding up a shield, but that's free model, so mm. uh, you could use those. And there's also the old uh, Alaric, uh, high king Alaric model, who he on the shield carried by two 
normal dwarves. But I mean, since this is you know a caster and the and the fighter, you just swap positions. You have both dwarves in there. They could be like twins, uh, a slayer and a and a rune lord. Have a little drill or a little bird or whatever, and that's a cool conversion. I think I'm yeah. and that's something I'm gonna do and try them out. Maybe they're not the best competitive wise, but yeah, it's a fun project. I and I think there's some play in a... there. There's some play in there. They've got. I think they be, they work pretty well in like a defensive um, Urbaz list that wants to. That's the kind of playing for the long game anyway, and just throwing shots off at long range and castling a lot and just. So then, then you wait until like turn three or four, then run these guys out and just hit something like a truck. What you could do is a fring list with Godric and these guys, <laughs> and then give give Godric a Mystic Shield. <laughs> um, just run them forward, and then you're just gonna dominate the middle. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think they're competitive, but the the same issue as we always have. They don't fit in a battalion. They're an extra drop, but they are a more reliable wizard than an encounter. Mm. So you can, what is he, 120 points now? Yeah, it's 140. Points. So it's 140 points for. A good melee unit mm. that can heal has some survive have eight wounds three plus save with a five plus feel no pain potential mystic shield and uh some good output mortal wounds and combat so yeah it's mm. you can consider these guys mm. it they're more more of a more of an option than the last guy definitely mm. it, definitely it, yeah definitely. i Say so because they bring magic to the game. Mm. Yeah, I mean and the teleport real is, damage. The teleport is interesting. Is that twelve inches away? Is pretty big, really. Like it's very yes. easy to zone that out. I mean, you think also mm, not board wide, not board wide. No, yeah. but you from the important places. Like you think, oh, it's only three inches more. But then if you've got two units, um, that are tw like twenty four inches apart. Like that's you know three inches, an extra three inches from one unit, and an extra three inches from another unit, and then an extra three inches from a, a third unit, potentially. So you know, forty mil base, and you've got to be. I mean, the forty millimeter base is not the the, one, the stuff that kills it. Um... No, I was just saying no. I wasn't saying forty mil base is bad. I'm just saying like just like remembering out loud um, from what you said. So. Yeah, I mean, it's... you've got to be two units can be twenty five inches apart, and then it stops you landing in between. So um, the thing is, six inch move, so you can land, and then you walk up six. You need a six inch charge. You're gonna yeah. do it, and you could just go in and start deleting stuff again. Yeah, the, the more interesting thing is that you teleport in your opponent's turn is very mm. interesting. Um, That's potentially like crippling for him. Like he's mm. counting on, yeah, I've got this objective and this one, this one's mine anyway. I'm going to go here, combat, and then poof, I'm back on your objective. That's mm. going to create some gotcha moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. I think that's strong. Yeah. I think I, I rate it stronger than the, you know, 12 inch away downside to it. Mm -hmm. There's even some, uh, oh no, would that work? Is it based on number the hit up to D6 for his allocated smell? Then remove it from the. 
Yes, yeah, so it's the number of the current battle round or less than the number of wounds allocated to this model. So, I mean, there's even potential where if you lose the double turn, you could move an endless spell over them. And then that would mean later on in your opponent's combat phase, you would be able to teleport them potentially because it's the total number of wounds allocated to them, not the number of wounds allocated that turn. So, yes. Unless, yeah, unless you kill your own model, uh, yeah. but yeah, sure. I mean, so, it's a situation you find yourself in. Is um, what is the combat they're facing? What is the magic they're facing? Uh, again, it's another uh, unbind as well. Or two unbinds with a plus two one. Unbinds. Two unbinds. Uh, plus one. Yeah, unbinds at plus one and dispelling at plus one. So, so yeah, two unbinds at plus one. That's. That's good. Pretty that's, good. That's pretty Barak. good. That's Barak Nar some... level. That's Barak Nar level. That's Barak Nar level. Uh, good. That's, <laughs> but that's without um, the whole other shit going on in that uh, subfactor. That, that's the exact amount of unbinds Morathi gets to a plus one. Okay. You know. I mean, God, this is. But you that's can, okay. No, a plus one is great. So you, do, you only need to equal what your opponent rolled. No, you, need get, exceed it. you need to boss. exceed it. Yeah, but you get a plus one, so you only need to oh, yeah. roll the same, unless they get bonuses. Mm -hmm. And this is the whole like you can stop a mystic shield on a unit, or you can stop uh, some stupid cast. The new luminous teleporting spell that's going to happen a lot. So potentially makes them even more interesting. I think magic is going to be the new meta. So having no, a way we, to counter magic. <laughs> We are in the magic matter, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> Not sure what you're playing down under there, but <laughs> they, down under has gone for like a whole cycle, and they've like they've had magic meta, then they've had other metas while we've all been Look, in COVID, and then they're, they're still in the destruction meta, though. The <laughs> they're still meta. running like we're, mock rushes and gargans all over the place. We're we're, we're in the triple black coach and gargan meta, okay? We we're we're yeah. beyond. Your meta now. We're, yeah. we're doing... you're, you're ahead as always. You're ahead in time. Yeah. yeah. We're doing our own thing. Like. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, Coach I, came I think I'll seven. I'll convert these just for the fun of converting them, because mm -hmm. that sounds like a nice project. And then I'll try them out. We'll see them in a battle report someday. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. So. You mentioned about comparing them to Celestine Prime. Mm -hmm. 40 points I'll, I'll deeper. Would you... I mean, two casts and... with a plus one, two unbinds with a plus one. Mm -hmm. The cast um, is what does it. The Celestine Prime... Pain. So they have a five plus Phenol Pain. This, the Prime doesn't. Mm -hmm. The Celestine Prime comes down and he charges whatever he wants because of his, mm -hmm. his abilities. But yeah. the casting is really nice. The casting is, is nice. Really nice. Uh, endless spells is nice. Um, healing back up. So they're more survivable than a prime. The prime is like he goes in, he kills, and if he gets slapped back, he's dead. Because he has mm. eight wounds on a free plus safe, and that's it. Like he, he's going to. Oh. He's only got eight wounds, doesn't he? So he's it's, yeah. he's actually less tough than these guys. Yes, exactly. He's less mm -hmm. tough than two wimpy elves standing yeah. on top of each other. Although with an owl, yeah, two eight wounds for two elves and an owl seems low. Like it basically makes them. Yes. 
Okay. Um, <coughs> you don't you don't don't think about them as two models. Think about yeah. them as one model with some good abilities. I think they're pointed mm -hmm. fairly at two sixty. They're Imetrica, yeah. so I don't know how much play they'll see in Lumineth lists. And they're they're oh, a named yeah. hero, and they don't want named heroes because they got artifacts to give away and traits and, and stuff. But yeah. they're a reliable caster, uh, especially in Lumineth lists. With ooh, they can bring the what's it called, um, the twin stones. Right. So then they get another plus, plus two. Make so it a plus three. three to cast. But then Actually. they only have one cast left to do <laughs> mystic shields. <laughs> you could bring two. Yeah, you could bring you two endless spells. Yeah, like cogs. those. And then, okay, maybe that's a heavy investment, but yeah. potentially and then, interesting. And then in you could do that in Barrack Zone, and then also you spend the bottle on the Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> Or you, <laughs> or you can use uh, the what is the the the, the circle, the, the runes that protect you. Rune of, oh, the Not one the, that protects them. The one, yeah. the one, the three models. Yeah, yeah. Know. So you could like place them on an objective inside that, so that makes their mm. base bigger. Uh, so quite like a five plus fuel pain plus whatever defense ability that thing gives. I think it minus one to be hit. And just sit there and get stronger and stronger in combat the later the game goes. Uh, but if they suffer a wound, they just fly out of that thing. <laughs> like, pew! Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think then the. Is it dispelled if the caster leaves? I think so. Probably. So. so interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that makes these twins potentially interesting to me is just chart, is moving in your opponent's turn. And teleporting your opponent's turn potentially is great. But it's I like the so magic. Random. Um, I like Mystic Shields on fives on an Ironclad, you know, or Andy, like, you know, fourth round. Oh, I, if I manage to get these guys off the objective and score this, then I'm going to win. You're like, it's those if, if, if constructions, I can still win a game. Yeah, these guys can do four multiple boons to everyone <laughs> within 12. Yeah. <laughs> You could, they can kill and they come in, come in with a damage. four damage weapon and just and then scrap. jump away and heal themselves back up and jump onto another yeah. object for that one. So there's they can win your games because yeah, if you're in your opponent's fourth turn, you teleport and then you go into round your fourth turn or round five, you then put four mortal wounds on a hero, then charge it, and and you also put four mortal wounds on a unit as well because they're in yeah. line and then yeah like this guy stuff. with with his attacks to ren he can finish an ironclad in round four no. or something when it's still like floating around with eight wounds he can shoot four mortal wounds into it and then finish the other offs with damage four attacks to ren yeah. and so, or an arcane but just throw an arcane bolt out there the three mortal wounds in your hero face if you need to clear space to you know land your ironclad you can deal damage in the hero phase with these guys. Yeah, that's... With Arcane Bolt. And if you roll uh, well enough, you do D3 mortal wounds instead of one. You know, so, there's this guy blo blocking me. I need to shoot him because I'm still in combat with him. Just shoot him with Arcane Bolt. Liberate your unit and they can go elsewhere and shoot elsewhere. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't underestimate that ability to deal wounds before moving or before shooting phase. Yeah. So I think... 
I'll try yeah. them off. I'll so try them off. The timing of when you can do damage is more important of than the amount of damage. Uh, yes. Kron, you briefly mentioned about like take a rune of uh, petrification. Um, yeah. And then so what? We... You can so combine off... that with the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, yeah, it goes off one uh, twice. So it goes off the start and the end of the movement phase, which is what a lot of people when you know when it first sort of got leaked or there was a community article, there was a bit of excitement about it, but. It's on a four plus, so it's not necessarily, you know, it's 50% chance it's going to do something. Um, and then it's subtract one for run and charge rolls for units within six inches. Mm, and which that, is and, not massive, mm, but you can combine that in Mornar <laughs> with yeah. all the other stuff we talked about and the other hero. <laughs> I don't think it's actually particularly clear whether that. Um, minus one to run and charge is on the four plus as well. I don't think it is. As a, as the four plus is just uh, like what? Just the damage. Yeah. Um, but does it yeah. affect everything around it? Or just one unit? Everything. Everything within six inches. Okay. So yeah, it, it, is, it is like it's like a mini rat trap. Yeah, because it's a much smaller like area of effect. Like the rat trap is three of them and this thing is one of them. So you could just put it in the middle of the rat trap and then... <laughs> and then just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. the but, thing uh... is you need to place it. You need to be in range to place it. Because mm -hmm. they cannot teleport and then cast in the hero phase. Yeah. But it's 18 inches set up. But, uh, I don't know, I mean, if you start talking about doubling up the warp lightning vortex or something, I think I would be going more down the route of the comet or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't double it. I, I'd see them as an alternative to spell in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting if you For say, cogs. Yeah. You know, 10 points less for normal cogs. And so they're 250. Yeah. Well, something like Geminids. Like, because yeah, Geminids can get far enough to, you know, you don't have to. Yeah, Geminids, a wall, Prismatic, yeah. Palisade, whatever, you know. I think Kongs are a good call or Geminids for these guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, just... so 250. The, the main question that remains is what kind of list would you build around these guys? Do they, mean... Are you going to put them in any kind of list? Just, you know, find 260 points and put them in? Or is this a specific thing you need to build? Like, do you need to go? Dilfin, or do you need to go Urbus, or I don't know. I mean, if you're talking about using it to cast cogs, then then you're maybe thinking about you know using them in the zone, or mm. you know, or just generally to help your ships, you know, charge onto objectives and stuff. Like ah, Two hundred sixty points. Two hundred forty as well. So two hundred. I need to find two hundred and thirty points. Uh, I'd I'd put them more in an uh, in a Urbaz list that's more defensive and lets them use their like their end game abilities more. Yeah, it's definitely you want to put them in a list where you play four or five rounds, not just three, because they're not as good. Mm. The other yeah. thing is they potentially replace the role of a gun hauler as well. 
like the fact that mm-hmm. you can set a gun holder in your deployment and it has that threat of oh, it can teleport to an objective. Like but game. again, the teleport is random. You don't control the teleport. And yeah. a gun holder, I mean, the whole gun holder, the gun holder wins this comparison because half the points you can hitch, you can fly you high, you can, gun you can give it a trait, you can do bombs, you can. You can put people inside a gun holder. Um, I think the more of a, you want to add magic and combat to your list. Yeah, here's a cool mm-hmm. thing you could do. It's the new Evocators. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. There's still one model. Uh, yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna rush There's out. Play. Just try and make a conversion. I don't think. No, I'll make a conversion just for conversion's sake. Because it sounds like a fun thing to do, and I'll try them out. I'll, but they'll be like my prime. You know, I don't often use them. I'll just use elves. Yeah, you, but you're weird <laughs> like that. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I think that's yeah. basically all we can say about them. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um anything else we mm-hmm. would like to mention? Uh, well, uh, Max, you are going to be uploading something soon? Uh, yes, probably tomorrow or Monday. Uh, I did a little product review. <laughs> um, so check that out for some right. tokens and a dice tray from Pro Painted Studios in the should UK. We, should we mention the other thing? Uh, your thing mm, okay. oh yeah uh, and in in conjunction with that um we we can put it in the in description it's always already been in the description of our latest battle report um we can we've got uh, matthew um, from pro painted studios was kind enough to offer our viewers a 15 percent discount code for his online mm-hmm. shop so go check that out use the code ethercast uh we'll put it in the description or the comments uh, and for some, some sweet really, tokens. There's some really useful stuff in those tokens. Like I need to, I need to get some for like Daughters of Cain, just because the amount of abilities that you have in that. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember them. Um, yeah. But I mean, the they've got Cavalry Overlord. They've got Fire Slayers. They've got this. You got everything. Got Sigma. Yeah. The, Maybe the most important one. The most important one is the the Rat Trap token. He has. Mm-hmm. It's like three yeah. sticks that you can put together in a magnet, uh, and they do a perfect. Seven-inch triangle. Does that come with KO? Or does it come with the Skaven set? Uh, I think it's come with Skaven, but I got it. it's called like the Vortex thing. So uh, you probably see me using this is like the black version. Mm-hmm. So it actually says what it is: gold available. I use this as C for gold. Um, so th- what I like about these is it actually like says what it is, like mm-hmm. bend plates. You know, often yeah. you put down tokens like little arrows or. And you don't know what what, what was this? Was this move or attack or? Yeah, and it's specific to the army, so it actually has everything that your army could do. So if you yes. buy that set, then you, you know, unless another you're sorted. comes out, you're fine. You're not like like oh right, well now this week I'm playing a slightly different list, and now all of a sudden I need a token for something, and I haven't no. got a token because I've got tokens for CP and I got tokens for wounds or whatever, but not for. You know. mm-hmm. so go so, check him out he does cool stuff uh check out the the short video i'm gonna put out and if you're interested just go on his site and check out what he what he does there's some very cool stuff 
two other quick things. Uh, Adeptus Dysis, Alex uh, Fibdo, uh, that we've had on a few, the show a few times, he has started a uh, AOS coaching service. So okay. if you are interested in learning, you know, the game a bit more, you know, you new or something, um, particularly as he's got good KO knowledge, you know. Uh, so how, how does that work? Do I do a Zoom meeting with him or <laughs> is it videos or? been doing it through Google Meet. Google Meet. Ah, so yeah. like face-to-face. Face. Yeah. Um, so people are going to buy uh, frigates soon, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want some uh, tailored advice and help and coaching and stuff. That's cool. That you, you know, because we can't answer everyone's questions all the time in especially not in French. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, but he does it in, in French and English. He can do it in as well. So yeah, that's a plus. Check that out. And then the last thing is, I have been looking into dice a little bit more, so I'm going to put a comment in the in the comment section. I'm going to pin it um, after the video. Um, if you're interested in KO dice with that symbol on it. Um, hang on. That symbol um, on the dice, then yeah, let us know. And um, yeah, all you have to do is hit like on that comment, and that help give us an idea of numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So if you want twenty dice, hit like twenty times. I would just say we'll just unlike it. <laughs> yeah, we'll just like it once, then unlike it, then like it, and then unlike it. That's how YouTube works. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's that. Is there anything else? Cool. Any anyone? No. Uh do we have any upcoming shows? News stuff? Any big? Not particularly. No. Not so far, no no tournaments. So we'll no. see. Maybe some more battle reports. My next uh, tournament's I, in May. Yeah. Up in Brisbane. My next tournament's in I don't know when. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks of it. Yeah. I've got uh, tickets for an event, but I can't actually remember when it is. October. Yeah, October. 17th yeah. was it? Yeah, I love the way you know where my event is. Because <laughs> I looked into it coming over to England <laughs> just play a play a tournament with you guys. Oh, and, and, and uh, what? Play in Lee's event just to do better than Lee. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Number one KO player from England. Oh no, he's not even English. Who is this guy? Yeah. Um, uh, no, but it looks like I won't even be in Europe no. at that time. Oh, where are you going? Uh, maybe to Japan for a couple of months. We'll see. So maybe uh, Rising Sun GT. I don't know when it's going to happen, but if it's going to happen while I'm there, I'm going. Yeah. But maybe with fire slaves because they're easier to transport than an ironclad in the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, on a, you know, like a four plus, they don't break. The- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. If, you, if you're watching, do you have any ideas how Rising Sun GT works and how to sign up and when it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, contact me, please. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Okay. Perfect. Right. So, yeah, that's everything then. So, thanks for watching, Skyfarers. If you like the video, like the channel, hit like and subscribe. And we'll see you again next time. Bye for see now. See you then. Bye, mate.